they'll want more. This Moray again. He's found another good ball and they really should score again. Azard's up there. Sancho might go alone and he does for a hat-trick. How about that? For the England international, back in the starting lineup with three as Dortmund make it six. Sweet. How is it going? Like everything. And... Uh, things are all right here. Um, we've got, besides coronavirus, the United States has some other issues it's also dealing with right now. And we saw Jaden Sancho lift up his shirt last weekend, revealing an undershirt with the words written on it. Justice for George Floyd. Ashraf Hakimi did. A bunch of players throughout the Bundesliga have spoken out already about the issue. I think it's kind of crazy to see that like people in Europe are that engaged with you know the U.S.'s political climate right now. And uh, but you know with, before all of the protests and everything with coronavirus, everyone was pretty much still locked inside. I had been watching the games by myself. The few games that we had that we were able to watch and um, things are starting to get better. I guess Pe uh, restrictions are lifting and uh, it seems like things are starting to return to normal, but we'll see if it is able to hold the stand or like to stay that way. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me too. Like it's not only what happened is not like political thing. It's, it's like a, in my it's opinion, a it's thing. a human thing, yeah. And yeah. everyone should be like involved as much as they can. I mean, regardless of what is happening at the same time, because I saw that there are so many other things that are happening, like riots and stuff. But regardless of that, let's just ignore that and think of, you know, what is happening as something that is, you know, linked to humanity. And that's why players, like not only Borussia Dortmund players, but everyone in the sports world in in the media world you know what i mean like actors comedians and stuff they're all talking about the same thing which is yeah, no. like mm, what happened uh, in the us and how can we like prevent that from happening again yeah it's uh i mean it's it's definitely something that i think I mean, there's a good, there's, re there's a reason people around the world are speaking out and speaking out so like openly about it. Like it's something that is, is wrong, no matter how you look at it. There's not, there is no like justice in what happened. And I think that's why it's an issue that is just like, it, everyone is pretty much in agreement. It seems like that, that George Floyd was murdered. And to me, to have so many people in agreement on one issue, you don't, you don't get that too often. And I think it, tells you just wh what kind of issue it is really it's not a po it's not just a political issue but it's more a human rights issue you know people humans deserve like you said to have rights and people should be treated as people regardless of whatever else uh comes with it you know and i think it's I, it's nice to see that the dortmund team and the league in general are in support of the cause and the the, the movement as a whole and like People, you know, people want to be in support of human rights. And I think that's why it's it's just so easy for teams and players to speak out and to feel confident in what they're saying. Like there's, it's it's really not, it's, it's a very clear issue, I think. Yeah, of course. Like even, even outside of the US, even for people in Europe, Africa, Asia, wherever, wherever you are, you can be like, you can be, you can fall victim for some things, you know, because... There are like some things that can be your responsibility, but if you're like treated the same way that that person or other people around the world are treated, um, I mean, you know, like if that happens to you and mm, nobody moves and that happens to another person, nobody moves. So what's going to happen is that it's going to become like standard procedure and people are going to treat others like shit, going to murder others and do bad thing there are so many things like that we should change you know what i mean so there's so many things <laughs> yeah. like people are dying but all over the world for so many reasons and if you can like if you want to like look into every single every single death and just yeah you're gonna be crazy but what happened there is that that there was a video and the facts were clear like it 
it's like it's clear what happened so nothing can like with in this day and age like people cannot be fooled yeah exactly there's no like there's no like confusion like it's it's very clear from from the videos exactly what happened and and that's why it's so i think i think i think that's why so many people all around the world are so quick to speak out too there isn't like like you said it's just very clear from the video and that's one of the huge benefits i think of technology is that when things like this like things like this didn't start happening recently they've been going on as long as humans have been around but the difference is now we have technology to capture those moments and to share them with the world and to shine light on issues that otherwise would kind of sit back in the silence and that's that's why when we see you know athletes all across social media having a reaction to something you know that that wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for the technology that lets us do that and it's it's honestly kind of the same technology that lets you and I connect from different sides of the world you know you're in Poland and I'm in the US and we're able to connect and talk about Borussia Dortmund the technology is crazy in it and what it enables us to do yeah yeah that's true so yeah well i mean like 2020 you can expect anything to happen like <laughs> 2020 has been a, one hell of a year yeah man it's like the, the shittiest year like as far as i can remember it's like the worst year and we are already halfway we have we have more surprises to come i don't know i, I don't know what what the coming months like the summer something's gonna happen like that's gonna be like oh okay it's just 2020 like people are going to i i i really i really think that every like every bad thing that we are waiting for for in this new decade is going to come in 2020 and the next nine years are going to be like peaceful and and stuff like that yeah i've seen people talk about how 2020 already feels like it's been a whole decade just because of how much has happened so you gotta think at some point we got we got to transition from like a lot of bad news and bad shit to to good news and like hopefully positive things which hopefully includes Dortmund in the next few years winning a title but I don't know we we got to stay optimistic but cautiously optimistic about that one I think yeah I mean that I mean like it's not it's not something that can justify what happened to people during 2020 but if Dortmund like wins the, the Bundesliga for the next nine years that will be like that'll be cool that, be nice. that, would, <laughs> that would like you know for some people yeah, for, for 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 some people that would be like something that you know that will you know i don't know how to express myself but that would that would like justify the pain but for others for sure they, yeah it would bring it would bring a little, uh, a little healing to some people you know it would help people feel better about something yeah and most people don't know nothing about Borussia Dortmund right we really hope that we we're gonna like we're gonna allow more and more people to know about what is like the Bundesliga first, and then I think that more people now are aware of the Bundesliga, uh, especially that it's one of the first like sports to to come back, you know, from the from this, you know, to, to restart. If you know, yeah, yeah. There's not help. much else for sports on TV, so if people want to mm-hmm. watch live sports, where do they turn? They turn to the Bundesliga. And who better yes. to cheer for in the Bundesliga than Borussia Dortmund? Of course, man. Like, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like it's like everything else. This we want to record this podcast like for forever, and things don't you know things didn't like help at all. And like schedule, my schedule, your schedule, you know, <laughs> changes. Sometimes we are like planning to record today and then I go out or you go out or you have work or I have work and then it's like constantly changing plans and stuff and it we, we couldn't like record it and now we have the opportunity to do so. It's like first day we were like, okay, today we're going to do it. There's no way back. And yep. then it's just, yeah, it's the same with like the Bundesliga, like teams just, you know, just sat down and were like, okay, we have a choice to make. And I really appreciate what they did, and I think that for the rest of for the remaining of the season, like if we can do something, is we can like cheer for all the teams. Like even if you are Borussia Dortmund fan, like seeing Borussia Dortmund beat uh, Schalke in the comeback game, I don't remember. It was five zero or was it 
4-0. I don't remember how much we scored. I think it was 5. I don't know. My memory is not that sharp. <laughs> the the, the Bayern, uh, there's, there's a lapse in my memory. Bayern, Bayern messed yeah. all of it up. <laughs> yeah, I think, let me see. Yeah, I think, yeah, we beat them 4-0. But I really felt so bad for Schalke players because... Because like the, the time is not you know it's not the perfect time to lose that way for a team that is suffering right now as much as Schalke do and they are suffering on so many levels like financially and other stuff. That's why the Bundesliga has you know has decided to come back. Is because many people like it's Germany. We understand it's like one of you know the greatest countries in the world, one of you know the most the richest, most advanced. But then. Like there are people who should like who need to get paid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stadium staff, uh, team staff, you know people. But this like the comeback will allow at least some of you know some of the people to get a paycheck at the end of the month. We yeah. saw and we saw as well like players giving away twenty percent or more of their salaries just to to keep the industry going because because you know other than that like we not, no one was expecting such 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 a thing to happen and i really appreciate like seeing the bundesliga coming back i really enjoy every single game i watch i mean it's we are we are so fortunate to to be able to watch our team play even without like without without you know without people in the stadium and some some like some tv uh, broadcasters like fox started Putting sounds that emulate uh, fans in the stadium—that's cool yeah. as well. But but it's like, yeah, we we like what's happening. I I don't I don't expect like Dortmund to to get to, to have like a clear shot at the title right now because I don't think Bayern is going to lose that many points. Yeah, seven points games. with six games remaining. I think. Yeah, I don't think Bayern are going to just give away. Well, like if we draw, if we draw or or won in 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 Dortmund against against Bayern, we will have like a very like clear shot at the title. But I don't think it's gonna happen because Bayern are not are not going to to let that happen. Like there's no, no yeah, way. They're, they're, they've been playing very good football lately, and they usually don't stop playing good football if there's a title on the agenda. And right now. I mean, it's theirs to lose, really. Like, Dortmund could, like, statistically speaking, Dortmund are not eliminated from title contention. But at this point, it's Bayern's title to lose. Like, like they would have, it'd be on them if Dortmund won it. Like, like Dortmund can do everything in their power to win it. But as long as Bayern doesn't do anything to lose it, Dortmund will be left empty-handed. Which, like, I, I do want to say that I don't think that should be a reflection of Dortmund's season as a whole. Like, I don't think not winning the title means Dortmund had a bad year. Um, obviously, it, it sucks to be so close, but to not be able to get it. But I think for the most part, the season has been a pretty darn good season either way. And like I, more more than anything, I want Dortmund to be able to finish strong regardless of how it impacts the table. You know, if if it pays off and we steal the title through some crazy turn of events where Bayern chokes it away, that'd be great. But if not, I want to at least be able to say, you know, we put our best foot forward and it just didn't work out. You know, sometimes that happens and people know Bayern is like Bayern's always good and they're always going to be good. So if like if we want to win, we just got to find a way to be better than them. And sometimes we can do it and sometimes we can't. And this year they've been pretty damn impressive. I know there was a lot of concern and skepticism from the Bayern fan base, but They've held their end together pretty well. And Dortmund, Dortmund had some mistakes along the way that if you think they don't make those mistakes, maybe there's a little, the the, uh, the title picture is a little different right now. But you, you, you can only do so much about the past. And once it's over, it's over. So you got to, you can't worry about it too much now. I got to focus on what we can control. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. And I think that we're going to have, like the most important, thing is that as you say to finish the the league at the best position which is second position if we can like get the title as you said i don't think so i'm not expecting it but if it happens it's cool why not i mean we're gonna be 
we're gonna be very happy but yeah i'll be very happy if it happens but i'm not expecting it and like i'm i'm okay with that like it sucks to not have a title this year but at the same time like it's not the end of the world like thurman still have had a pretty good year yeah of course and the most important thing is next season what are the adjustments that are going to be to be made like during the summer and what are the things that are going to change for next season to be able yeah. to reduce like the amounts of you know the mistakes and because that's what that's what's gonna allow us to become a team of champions is managing like like most of you know the opportunities like drawing against Paderborn at home uh, at the beginning of the season was you know that hurt us a lot so it's like losing two points to a team that is you know that is bottom of the table facing relegation and at home um that's that's something that we can like work on and fix because th- these are the small things that are like make the whole like it can be like it can be all season you can be like oh it's okay we we draw this game, but we still have the season ahead of us. But that's not like the, the correct mindset because it's that small loss of points at the beginning of the season that can like be the difference by the end. Like we could be one point away from Bayern by the end of when when like by the end by match match day thirty four, we can be one point away from Bayern, and then we're gonna ask ourselves, what if we won the game against Paderborn? Uh, what if we beat Union uh, Berlin instead yeah, of what if we, Yeah, what if we beat Union Berlin or what if we beat Paderborn at home instead of drawing? We would have we would be champions right now. That that's yeah. the real like the real mindset. Like it's th- these small things that happen a lot like all along the, the season that are important to manage, and we need like like the team and the staff to be aligned. In that like objective, that's how Bayern work. They don't like, like, like what 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 they did is that they, they fired their coach in order to like prevent that from happening. Like so many mistakes, yeah. and that's what happened. They fired the coach. They they got his assistant to replace him. I don't think it's his assistant. I think it's a coach of secondary team or something like that. And they are like now. It's not like Bayern. This is not Bayern. Like Bayern, the, the real Bayern are have already won the season by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have already won the championship. Like it's not even. We're not even playing with the real Bayern because the real Bayern will like destroy by March. Like by March, they will be like twenty points away from the rest of the league, and they will win. So if you want, if you want to create a team that can compete with the real Bayern, we need to really you know, make our standards higher for the next seasons. And we can, like, look at so many things. We can even question the coach's, like, ability to, to, you know, to take, you know, to take responsibility for the team in the next season. We can even co- we can even question if Lucien Favre is, can stay at Dortmund and, you know, and coach the team for the next season. And that, like, we have the right to because... We can replace him anytime and we can get some... There are some coaches like who are available uh, in, in the market right now and who can replace him right away. Uh, that's, that's just my... Like, in my opinion, I think we have exhausted the, you know, the, the opportunity we gave Lucien Favre as a coach to lead the team. Um, I would not feel the same if we didn't, like leave the the DFB Cup and the Champions League that early but we did and we're um, nowhere near the title this year so I don't think that Lucien Favre is the right from another point of view it's good for continuity because we're gonna have like the same coach with the same uh, you know with the same mindset and players are not going to have a change to go through a change to adapt to another coach's philosophy and stuff like that but if if i if i got to choose i will change lucian favre and get and get another you know get some fresh fresh um, insights into like i think that i think that um tottenham hotspur's old coach is still on the market so we can like yeah you got to explore all your options you know 
yeah, yeah, we can do that. Like we can afford to do that because there's nothing to lose. Like everything to win. We because we are consistently second of the table. We are yeah. consistently like we are consistently uh, going past the 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 round the 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 I don't know what it's called like. The thing where, like, we play against other teams, the group stage of the Champions League. Group That's stage, what I yeah, want yeah, the group yes. stage. We're consistently able to, pa- to, to, like, pass through the group stage, so we, we need more challenges right now. We, we can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect, like, different results. No, yeah, I, I'd agree. I think, um, I, I don't feel particularly strongly one way or the other on whether we should keep Favre or we should get rid of him. Um, I think if I don't like, I think if we chose to fight or to replace him, I think that's a pretty fair and like reasonable decision. And I think if we kept him, I, I would hope that it it would be with the ultimatum that next year it's, it's either gotta be next year or he's gotta, he's gotta go. Like if we don't, if we keep Favre and again next year we come close but don't quite get first place in the league or we get eliminated early again in the Champions League or in the DFB Cup like we got to it, it's time for a change if they're like if they're going to give them an, another year then they don't they can't be lenient on their expectations for what he needs to accomplish but at the same time if they feel that he doesn't deserve another year I think that's totally fair as well mhm like from from a statistical point of view, like it, there are more chances that he's going to achieve the same results next year than that he's going to exceed the results. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think statistically, like the the you know the the decision to make is to like look for you know the services of another coach, but and there like as you said. We can't really know what to do for sure. Like, that's why there are people like who are, you know, managing the team who know what they're doing. Yeah, they pay people money to make those decisions. We don't get paid yeah, to we, make those decisions. <laughs> yeah, we are like, <laughs> we don't get paid to do to 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 do anything. So, just yeah, I mean, as you said, whatever happens, we're gonna be okay with that. Like we've been through so many changes in the team so we're not gonna like we we are like Borussia Dortmund's I think that when we are one of the teams in Europe where like our heart the, the like the you know the fans heart were the most like crushed over the the last like 20 years or something like that like we were like we're the equivalent of you know what I mean so we we were very like I don't know how to express that but we're like we've hurt been through in so a many lot. ways. Yeah, we've been through a lot. Like the the Champions League final, like major players leaving for our, like, you know, our most hated rivals and stuff like that. That's like something, you know, that that's bad things. You know what I mean? But we yeah, we've, we went we've through had it. The, the very best and the very worst emotions. I think we've we've had it all. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, I mean, all, yeah, we had all types of emotions. I don't think Bayern experienced this kind, that kind of thing or any other major team like Real Madrid or Barcelona or anyone because we are, we are the team who can like, you know, who can like bring up very talented players and to, to world-class level and see them just leave because other, other teams are offering more money. Yeah, I mean that's how business works, you know what I mean. But uh, bigger teams do not experience that a lot. Like real, when a player goes to Real Madrid, he expects to stay there like forever because no other team can afford him. Yeah, and, and when a player leaves, they always have another player they can go sign right away. Like it's they, like even when like when Ronaldo left, they brought in Aiden Hazard. Like they they teams like Bayern or Madrid or Barcelona, when their best players leave, they still have like top five world players that they can go and get without a problem. Whereas if Dortmund loses, you know, the best youngster in the world, they, it's a lot harder for them to go out and replace him. Like we, yeah, but it's a different we, experience. We were, we were able to replace them most of the time. Like everyone yeah, was like, are. oh we my do. God. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh my God. When Dembele went, they were like, oh my God, we're fucked. Here. And I mean, <laughs> we got something 
way better than Dembele right now. We got something. We got a we got a fucking monster on our hands. We do. I mean, if, yeah, we got two. I, yeah, I mean, we got two. Like we got the first one, and we got another one who replaced. Like who? who I mean, who who is feeling right now? Like the, ah, when, yeah, and talking about that, like. You know what we lack? Like, I said it over and over again, and I'm sure that next season we are going to recruit a, 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 an experienced a veteran striker. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm really sure that, like, Michael Zork is going to recruit, like, a 35-year-old striker, you know, who, who can, like, play... Who can, like, you know... Because that's what we need right now. Like, because we don't have a replacement for... for I mean, we play, we play, we play the kind of football that we don't need. We don't really need an, a, a real number nine. But at the same time, if our real number nine gets injured or, or is not available or picks up a red card, we're like left hanging. You know what I mean? So yeah. I am really sure that we need someone who can like play, who is very experienced, who is ready to go, like seventy-five minutes substitute, who can make a difference by the end of the game. That's who we need right now. We need that type of player. Other we need that, a Zlatan. Think, yes, we need the equivalent of Zlatan. Not Zlatan himself, because Zlatan is like he, he has his his perks, but other than that, he's gonna destroy like the morale of the team. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he's, he's old and he's also well, a little bit of he's got an ego, and you know when you're as good as him, that's fine. But like Dortmund, can't, they they don't need a, an old guy with an ego. They need. Like an old guy who can do his job is what they need. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. Like we need we need an old guy who can do the job. Like like who can like you know who can like get instructions from the coach, nod his head, agree, and go in there and do it. And we need someone who can do it in the shortest time possible, because like this. This opinion was very criticized, like all over the place, like Twitter, Reddit, everyone was like, oh no, we don't need that kind of player, but I am sure that we're going to recruit one because that's the type of player that we lacked over the years. We have the young players, they are there, but we need these players like Hummels, like Picek, like Schmelzer, you know, the, the, the old players who can like bring more, you know, emotional and, and, and like... Um, leadership, mental... someone who can provide leadership. Leadership, yeah, mental and, promo- and emotional like value to the team. So yeah, that's what someone and, someone who's like experienced. Yes, someone who is experienced and someone who is like who, who has who has that you know who I, I think so, if I if I had to to, to like give uh, an example, I would say Pizarro and Manzukic, like these two players. Are my big my best example because these are these players are humble, and they they know you know they know how to score. There is no way about it, and they are very they are fairly old, but they still like you know they still like destroy teams. So they're still I good. Would, like they're old but not washed. Yeah, exactly. So I am like, I am with that. If that happens next season, that will be a plus, and 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 on top of that, if our major players like our best players right now stay for the next season that will be yeah. good as well and if we can like sell like Angie because I mean <laughs> yeah I mean like just just get it over with man like I want to I want to see more of of you know of the likes of Matthew Mori I want to see more of the likes of um, Leonardo Balerdi I want to see more of the likes like of the young play like uh, Giovanni Reina, you know what I mean. But I want to yeah. see less of the players who, uh, not weak or not bad players, but not uh, not consistent players, you know. Yeah. And very and Akanji, like an example of it, that is Akanji is a very, like is a very inconsistent player, and I, I really don't want to see him there there next year. I don't know. <laughs> That's my opinion. Like when I see him play, it's like, oh my god, he's the most stressful player in the history, like in the entire world. When I see him play, play like I'm not, I'm no longer enjoying the game. I'm stressed. I'm so stressed, man. I'm like, oh my god, our backline is exposed, man. <laughs> the the last, yeah, the last few games he was good, but it happened before. He was good, and then he was devastatingly bad, and then he was like. 
impacting the whole team kind of bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, we and, haven't seen uh we haven't seen much of Dan Axel Zagadu either lately, I feel like. He's been uh, uh is he Yeah, is he, I think he's injured. He's injured. Yeah, I think he's injured. I was gonna ask about that because I feel like he's like a, another name who like some a guy who's young who's definitely got a lot of potential as defender and like in my opinion if you know if a Kanji's going to be inconsistent anyway like give the chance to a different youngster who can like develop his game like 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 Zagadu has so much room for growth I feel like yeah, yeah but if yeah, he's injured you know he's sure. injured so like that's that but when he's healthy I'd love to see him get as many opportunities as he can yeah, he's injured and he's injured till the end of the season, I think. He's injured. He's going to come back at uh, the end of June, but I think it's going to be too late because he's going to yeah. come back and then he's going to have to train. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a whole process. Like one of the other plays that we would love to keep is Hakimi. I don't know what, what's your opinion about that. I really wish we could keep Hakimi. Like... <laughs> I when it when I found when I read that he is probably going back to Real Madrid, I was just like so I wasn't like crushed, but I was like, damn, dude, like he it's it's not like he's a he's a solid defender, but his ability to just be a problem for the opposition is just so important because he's he's absurdly quick and he he's confident and comfortable with the ball at his feet. And he's not terrible in front of goal either for for a wing back. Like he's he's a very balanced player, but his speed and his uh his ability to create the attack as a defender are just so like they're invaluable. Like you, you can't put a price tag on that type of of dynamic. And I think it's I don't know, I personally am so bummed that he's gonna be gone and I, I don't know, like, I don't know who will play at the right back. I'm assuming Pishek will stay in the back, but it's, with, with, have, with his speed... We have Mori we, as well. We have Mori yes. as well who has who has good potential, but, like, Hakimi is, is something else. Yeah, Hakimi, he's he's something else. And I know for you, like, he's a Moroccan native, so, like, there's, there's a little bit of a, a bigger connection for you than for me, probably, to Hakimi, but, like, I don't yeah. know. He's just, his, the value he brings is I think very understated like people I don't think he's necessarily like the best player like one of the best in the world but he the value like the the different utility that he brings to the the squad is something that you can't necessarily measure and it's something that I think I don't know it'll be I mean I guess we'll find out what it's like without it but I think it's something that we're gonna realize is a lot more valuable than we think right now, or at least than a lot of people think. Like, I think, I think, uh, that specifically the speed and his ability to be a part of the attack and to, to be someone that defenders have to keep an eye out for, like that's, that's a trait that you don't find in many wingbacks. And it's, it's, it's a bummer to think that we won't be able to use that speed the same way next year. Like I'm sure we could find someone who's got the same speed and I'm sure like, it's not like, the rest of our team is slow, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm bummed about Hakimi leaving. I'm going to be sad, but I wish him the yeah. best either way. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, he, he's he's the type of player who we are always going to remember, you know, whether he stays or leaves. Like, he's a very good player, and he was very good. Like, he had he he feels like he it feels it feels like he he he's he really signed for Borussia Dortmund, and he's a B4B player. That's what he feels yeah. like when. When you see him play, when you see him with the other team members, he he got, he was like he, even from last season he was he he um, was able to integrate in the team very fast. That's what set him like apart from the other players. That he he felt like he was there for forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I mean, and I feel like that's why it was kind of like. Like, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I thought we were just going to, like, keep him after the uh, loan. Like, I figured he would just stick around anyway because it felt like he already felt like he was, like, part of the squad. Or, like, he, like, for, it's going to be weird seeing a Dort not that he's, like, the, the face of Dortmund, but it, it will be weird seeing Dortmund without Hakimi just because of how important he is to our club. Yeah, and, yeah, and 
I think he he wants to stay, but at the same time, he he wants to take advantage of the fact that he's going to play for. He's going to di- he's definitely going to play first team in Real Madrid. Oh yeah, if like if if Real Madrid does not put him first team. Like I will personally fly out to Madrid and yell at the, uh, the the owners because that would be such wasted talent. Like he he has developed so well and so quickly at Dortmund. Like if Real Madrid isn't going to use him, like someone else should because he's he's someone who belongs on any first team in my opinion. And and the the left back the right back is not his natural position. He is a left back. Yeah. Like just just to be. Clear. He's a he's a natural left back, and he's been played at another position, and he's crushing it. And he can play like even a wing a wing back, and he can play as a winger as well. So he can play if, basically everywhere. Even if you put him as a number nine, I'm sure he's gonna he's going to 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 you know to, to make an impact because he's got everything. Like physically, he's fit. He's tall. He's fast. You know he's strong in duels and challenges. He can keep the ball. Like he has all the characteristics of world class players. And I don't think that Real Madrid are just going to not sell him to Dortmund to keep him on the bench. I think he's going to be a replacement for Marcelo or for or for you know uh, the other dude. Carvajal. Yeah, Carvajal. So I, I'm sure he's going to be. But if he stays, if we can buy him, like everything we can put there, like just put the money on him. If we can't, like, farewell, bro, and good luck with everything yeah. else. We have. I'll start yeah, a GoFundMe. Have... If he's too expensive, I'll start a <laughs> GoFundMe. Yeah, we'll be like, okay, please help. We want to buy a player, player called Hakimi who's playing for Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> People are going to be like, who's that? Who, who's Borussia Dortmund? We're going to just show them some videos of him. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, let's, we're going to fund. Yeah, I mean, we have replacements. We can replace any player, that's for sure. Like players, like what the most players who go, they don't leave like this. You know this. Um, um, how can I put it? A gap or leave, like a, a yeah. Void. They don't leave like yeah. They don't leave like a gap uh, sports-wise or athletic. You know, in athleticism, they leave a gap emotionally for the team. Yeah. And for the fans, you know, the, for example, when when like when when Lewandowski left, he was easily replaced. Like we didn't replace Lewandowski, but we play we brought players who can like play the same role and get as much. Now, we know that Lewandowski is one of you know one in ten years or twenty years talent, but we were we did what we what we could to replace him. But at the same time, the emotional emptiness that his departure felt and the pain because he went to Bayern München. That that's what like that's what makes the the fans right now angry at him because we don't care about his calls or anything. He could like he could have gone like to Barcelona as much as you know I'm concerned. Yeah, it, it, like he was a good player. He like it's 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 not that he went somewhere else to play. It's that he went to the only place that no one likes. If you're a Dortmund fan, like he could have picked any world-class football club, but no, he picked Bayern and that yeah. that's, that's just, I don't know. And like same thing with Mario Goza and now Goza already announcing that after this season, he'll be transferring. I mean, like for me, like we're not, it's not like we're losing a lot of talent when we lose Goza, but I, I love Goza since he's returned to Dortmund. And like, for me, like you said, kind of like the emotional void that it creates for fans like i'm going to be bummed that he's not going to be with us anymore like i love i love him i don't know why (laughs) yeah like that's that's it but at the same time like it's painful to see him in the bench like every oh it is yeah that's the that that is also true like i i mean if it was up to me he'd be playing a lot more anyway but i'm it's probably a good thing i'm not a football manager (laughs) yeah you'd play like yeah it would be like oh Goza, you didn't score a goal in like twenty games. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put Haaland on the on the bench. Let's and, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna get fired, man. Like, yeah. So yes, I think. Yeah, I think. 
I think Goods is going to leave that's for sure, like there's no doubt about it. We have like we have Brandt, we have good players, we have you know, Reina, we have we have Guerrero, we have Emery Chan. We have Guerrero Delaney. might be the most I know I just said almost the same thing about Hakimi, but Guerrero might actually be the most underrated player, at least in the in the Bundesliga right now. Like this dude, he is having the season of his career. He just like I don't know what it is, but he's on another level, and I absolutely love every bit of it. Yeah, you know why? It's because he he's playing in his position. Because like in the previous seasons, he was like moved a lot. He was playing like in the midfield. He was playing central midfield. He was playing in like as a wing as a winger as a left winger. Sometimes he played even as, as a right back. But then now he's playing like he's in his natural position. So that's why he's performing so well in the last you know this season like he has great stats and i think that's one of the players who should like remain you know that you know that there's a rumor that we're going to we're going to get alexis sanchez from inter milan like that's what i said like yeah the team are going are looking for that that old striker you know but it's not like alexis alexis sanchez is not like the best the best striker to get because he gets injured a lot. And he's a very yeah, he, he, he. To me, Sanchez is more of like a, like a a, for I guess I would say he's more like a, a Marco Royce type player on the attack than like a, than a true number nine. But well, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's no. He's he's a true number nine. He's a big. He's a he. When he was in Barcelona, he was a very good number nine. Like he was, like he's fast. He's not like the type of number nine who can like score headers and stuff like that, because he's short. But yeah. he is very fast and he can score goals. Like he's if if you, if you were to compare him, we'd compare him to Paco Alcacer, without yeah. without Paco's ability to score headers. You know what I mean, so he was like yeah. fast. He has a good. He has a good shooting, you know, shooting ability. He can shoot from long range, short range, whatever you want. I like right now we are like linked with so many players. Like if we if you go to transfermark.de, the Borussia Dortmund page, we are linked to like I don't know thirty players. Like it's like all over the place. Uh, you know, we're linked yeah, it's to probably a good thing. From- means we're in the discussion. Yeah, it's a good thing, and at the same time. It's not a good thing because yeah, because you can only get one or two of them. You can't get all thirty. Yeah, you can get one or two of them at the same time. While linked with with some, you know, with some high profile players like Ansu Fati and something like that. So yeah, and at the same time, like Arsenal are interested in Akanji. Like so many, uh, like, so many changes. Yeah, so many changes coming up. Uh, like even. Erling Haaland is is um, requested from so many other teams. Real Madrid. Well, I think everyone him. wants a piece of Erling Haaland right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, even Jadon Sancho. There's interest from yeah Manchester United. We know that, but there's interest from other teams like Liverpool, Barcelona. If he goes to Barcelona, that'll be good. That'll be cool. I don't want him to go to Manchester United. I hate that team. I I, oh, I don't know why. I have no reason to hate Manchester United, but I actually, I hate them. And I think it's strictly because <laughs> of too. FIFA. Yeah, me too, man. Like, like no, I, it's not because of FIFA. Like, I just hate them, man. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, put a finger on it, but I just don't like that team. No. And, like, I don't, I don't, part, I don't like Manchester City really either. Like, I don't, it's yeah, not that I love yeah. their rivals. Like, I just, I'm yeah. Liverpool, I love. Liverpool is like, yes. besides Dortmund, probably my favorite team. But Dortmund's like my number one, number one. And Liverpool's got Jurgen Klopp right now, so maybe I'm a little biased. But like, yeah. outside of like Liverpool, I, the rest of the uh, the Premier League, like, I don't really care about them. Who who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what about Thorgan Hazard? I think he has been a very good player this season. I, I would hope he stays. I think he, um, especially the second half of the season, I think he's really um, gotten comfortable in his role. And he's mm-hmm. he's really been like, even if he's not scoring goals or like getting assists, he's actively contributing and, 
and I don't know. I, I love Thorgan a lot, so I think I think I like all of the Dortmund players too much, though. I might like it. <laughs> I don't know who I, I mean, would get rid has, of if we had to get rid of someone. I mean, he has like seven goals and thirteen assists in his first. Yeah, I think you know, besides Sancho, he's like leading the team in assists. I think. It's like you know. I mean, like these are stats that are very impressive. Like, we, because we are so used to, to huge stats, you know, like 10 goals in three games, you know, 15 assists in two games, that we ignore these stats that are, oh, that are already impressive. Like seven goals and 13 assists in 28 appearances is huge. Yeah. That's, that's an impact. Like you are involved in 20 goals in 28 appearances and it's your first season. So it's like right on, man. Like just, yeah, keep keep it up. If we can get the same stats next season, it will be a win. And I think that he's gonna. He, he has no way to go. Like it's his first season. He's he, you know, he he loves the team. He's getting the. He's getting. I I don't think he's getting enough play time. But at the same time, like we have so much so much talent. Yeah, I mean we've got and, Sancho, Brandt, Hazard. Um, like, just wait till Royce comes back, and then I know I was. That's there. the other. I was wondering <laughs> when is Royce gonna be healthy again? I I want to see my man's. Yeah, man. Like just he. I think he. Let me see. Like he he started training alone, but there's yeah, another issue again. Yeah, there's another issue again with muscle issues and stuff like that. So he he's not gonna be. I think it's for him. It's end of the season. Like maybe he's gonna come back next season. I don't know. You think he? So you think he might go elsewhere or who? Or wait, do you think Marco Royce would go elsewhere? Do you think like he might retire or no? Marco Royce is a one team, but not one team player, but because he played for Borussia Mönchengladbach before. But I think he's never gonna leave Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, I think. I think so. Yeah, that's like it's like it's this is the his like final destination team and I think he's gonna get a very good I think he's gonna get a very good managerial position somewhere and Oh yeah. Get, I mean we already see that if you if you check like Insta, Instagram and stuff like that, you can see that like players like Roman Weinfeller are being groomed to get some huge managerial positions, either in the Bundesliga or in, in the team. So that's what in the I want to say the DFB. So that's why that's what what's that's what's happening for Marco Royce as well. Um, he's going to stay in the team for the next like he's gonna play. I think he he's got like four or five years more in him play you know play wise because we see that for example we see that Pichek who is thirty five years old is still. Yeah. He's still like crushing it. He's he's the he's like the um, he's the captain right now of the team. Yeah, Marco so, Royce has to be like the biggest what if story in in the in, yeah. if not in all of Europe, at least in the Bundesliga and in Germany. Because like it, like what if he doesn't get injured? What if he plays in the World Cup? Like all these what ifs that it's like. Like, how good could he have been if he was able to stay healthy? And it, like, I don't know. It, it just makes me feel so bad for the dude. Because, like, he's someone who works so hard all the time. And he is, he got, like, he's always putting the team before himself. Like, he's just the type of player that you want to be able to be as good as they can be. And it, it feels like, despite everything he does, like the like, something in the world or some supernatural force just doesn't want him to be his best self and it, and it bugs me because like he's a guy who deserves to be one of the best players in the world and in my opinion would be one of the best players of the world if he was able to stay healthy and it's through no fault of his home his own but it's it's just i don't know it frustrates me to I see mean, a player like marco royce get I mean, it's enough because of that, injuries yeah for me it's enough that he's he is for me he is the best player in the world like i don't care if you talk about Cristiano, like I respect Cristiano, I respect Messi and stuff like that. Like I respect these players; they are good players. But I think that Marco Reus is the best player in the world, and he's my favorite player of all time right now. Like I'm, com- I'm comfortable to say that because, like, I don't know, it's something about him that 
you know what I mean? It's, it's not like he... I, I, I can, like, put my finger on it correctly, but, like, uh, 100%, but he's a, he's a great player. Like, he's a very good player. Like, the way he can, like, come bounce back from injuries pretty quick, the way he can, like, score goals, his, his ability to score goals, his, his play style, the, the way he moves with the ball, you know what I mean? That's, like, that makes him very good. And I think that yeah. he, at one point in time when he was playing, he was one of the best wingers in Europe. And I still think that he's the best player in the world. I think that he has like five, four or five years of playing time in Eman. I hope he's not going to get as, as much injuries. He, he got less injuries, less and less injuries as years went by. I hope there's like room to improve there. And I think that... Once he's gonna come back, I think that he's he's there for the long run. I really hope that he yeah. he plays for next Euros and in the next World Cup because that's that's something that he deserves. He deserves a World Cup appearance. Uh, he does. Uh, he what what does. am I saying? Like he he actually did have a World Cup appearance. Germany didn't do well, but I think he needs a second chance. <laughs> I think, I think he, he deserves an chance. appearance in a World Cup that Germany wins. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He he needs a World Cup. He needs a, okay. Listen, he needs a Bundesliga. He needs a World Cup and he needs a Champions League. Like he deserves these. Yeah. He doesn't need them, but he he deserves these three things. Like I think Makarov deserves these three things. One of them will be cool. Like if we can give Bundesliga four starters, you know, and then move on from there. I think if he gets like Bundesliga or you know Euro, the the Europe European Cup of Nations. And then something like the Champions League or something like that, that would be nice. But I I want him to get it while he's at Dortmund. I don't want him to like go to another team to get that. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like he like if he if he wanted to win a Champions League title, like he could have left Dortmund in the past and gone somewhere yeah. in somewhere else in Europe. And if he wanted a Bundesliga title and he, and he didn't care who it was with, he could have left Dortmund as well when a couple of his teammates or former teammates left. But like the fact that he has stayed with Dortmund through thick and thin, like, I don't know. If you like if you don't respect Marco Royce, then like what kind of human being are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's the the best way to put it. Like if you don't respect Marco Royce, I would be like on a t shirt. Like if you can like put a t shirt and I don't know. Um, like one of the players, like when he when when Marco Royce is about to return, one of the players should like do as the same as Jaden Sancho did, like just put a T-shirt under his T-shirt where he's written. If you don't respect Marco Royce, <laughs> what kind of human being are you? And just score a goal and show that T-shirt in his in the in Marco Royce's like last game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's he, or like I mean, we love you, Marco, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that, like, something cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I think like we covered everything. Like next game, gonna be a tough one. We're gonna be without Hummels, who picked his fifth mm, yellow card for the season. Finally, a defender <laughs> who can pick up like yellow cards. Finally, like w- w- when 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 Socrates left, like no other defender was picking up yellow cards, and we were like being screwed in the defense. And now we got players who can like pick up yellow cards, and you know. And, do that so he's doing that and he's not playing next game so and it's a tough game against a team that we are having tr- like we had troubles with in in, in the past which is Hertha Berlin uh, Bayern are going to play against against Leverkusen Leverkusen are playing at home maybe they can do something Leverkusen just you know if they can like win this game I mean yeah if the, if Leverkusen can beat Bayern and we beat Ber- uh, Berlin I'm going to be like four points away from Bayern. And we're going to be like, oh, okay, something might happen here. But I think if Bayern destroy Leverkusen, I think we're done. Like five yeah, games to I go. Think, yeah. I think I think if... Uh, yeah, even if they draw, I think that would be kind of the writing on the wall. I mean, I guess if they draw and we win, that's what? That puts us in five points? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's tough. Five points is it's difficult. Tough. Like, yeah, five points you have like, yeah, five points you have to like, they have to like uh, lose two times. Yeah, know? four points uh, is, is four is points a, is, is a lot easy... of the draw. 
Yeah. Four points yeah, is I mean, interesting. It makes things interesting. If, if Leverkusen can beat Bayern and we can beat Hertha or Berlin, it it makes things interesting. It gives us a uh, a tight finish at the end. Something something people can uh, watch for drama. It, you know, it makes it a little dramatic. Yep. 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 Yeah. Uh, I am. Um, yeah. I think. I think we need. Yeah. I think Leverkusen need to man up this next game. Like. Yeah, we, they, they need points as well because they are they want to be in the Champions League and they need to pick up as many as many points as possible. And I think they should do it, and if they do it against Bayern, that'll be good because if if they beat Bayern, I think we have we have something. We don't we can't like really be like oh okay we are getting closer to the title because after that. The next game, they're gonna Bayern are going to play Mönchengladbach. Yep. Like yeah, Bayern, uh, they have a tough couple games before the season ends. Yes. I not mean, not super tough, but they like. I mean, it's hard not to have a little hope, right? We gotta have a little hope. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I think so. I think if if Leverkusen wins, we're gonna have a shot at the title. Like, shot a very, like, you know, like, uh, something might happen, but we don't expect anything. But if Bayern wins, they're going to just assert their position as the leader of the Bundesliga for this season. And we're not going to, I'm not, like, I'm not going to be mad or anything because, I mean, this is, this year is very exceptional. Like, so much, so many things happen. I'm just proud that people, like, like players and everyone else were able to, Know, to provide some football for us fans so we yeah. don't like kill ourselves from boredom you know what I mean so yeah I'm I'm hopeful but I don't expect anything you know what I mean low expectations with high hopes yes and next season next season I promise I'm going to watch at least two games in in, in the Signal Iduna Park that's 100% oh. yeah at least two games like there's no like I'm gonna buy tickets next season. I'm gonna buy for two games. I'm sure we're gonna go yeah. there. Because like this season, I wanted to watch a game this season, and you know what? With what happened, we can't like move anywhere. But I'm I really hope next season things are going to be better. And yeah. Well, let's see. We're gonna see. Yeah, I think we talked about everything. Do you have anything else to talk about, Ryan? Something to add? Um, I I think I'm good. We 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 talked long enough. I think if someone yeah. listens for a whole hour, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean we had we had like as I said in uh, at first, like we wanted to record this since I don't know when, like at least like a, a week ago. ago. Yeah, like a month ago, I would say, and like so many things happened and with work and stuff but now um i really i'm really like how can i say that how can i put that correctly like without sounding like a cheesy motherfucker like uh i don't know i'm not gonna relieved. say anything like like not relieved but uh grateful I'm grateful yes. that we were able like to sit down and just record an episode. Like I don't care. We we have enough people who are listening to us. Even if it's like two people, I don't I don't give a shit. Like like our our podcast like get listened to fairly a lot of times and our YouTube channel is growing as well. So but you know it's like we wanna we want to talk about stuff like if, Yeah, we do. Just yeah, just just when you you get into golfing or when you get into anime or when you get into video games and you want to look for friends who talk about the same thing as you and you are so excited when you meet a friend who who knows who watches that same series that you watch and that series like very rare people don't watch it at all you're so excited and you want to talk to them and you're like oh my god this is like i'm not gonna be able to talk to the, this to, to so too many people about this you know what i mean it's like yeah this is how it feels like we have this moment in which we can like just chat about our favorite team and it's very very cool it is yeah it is yes well thank you ryan for being here again and of course thank you for 
uh, sticking with us all this time. And thank you all for listening and stay safe. Have a nice weekend.